The Money Show. Consumer Ninja. Wendy Nola is our consumer ninja this evening and on a Wednesday evening Wendy joins us to talk about the issues affecting consumers and customers of big companies um, like to complain Wendy they like to complain and they like to go into social media they like to go into places like Facebook and they say you know what Oh, pick at a com- uh, telecoms companies um, are just useless and stupid, yeah, and they know nothing. And I know they just they, they they mess me around all the time. And um, uh, it's just it's a shambles. What is the big saga with which you are dealing this week when it comes to the way in which companies deal with their complaints? Okay, so it's a it's a double whamming Bruce. so people go on to they'll find any platform to try and engage with a company that they're having issues with um you know to get some help to whinge but ultimately to get some recourse right and the fraudsters they are very clever and so these platforms facebook pages for example big one of the big telecoms companies People wanting help, I want to cancel my telecom line, for example, or I want you've double debited me, MTN, Vodacom, whatever. The fraudsters wait there, and then they approach these people desperate for help and pretend to be from that organization and say, let me help you. Let's just take this onto WhatsApp. Never, 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 never do that. That's the number one thing. Um, and once they've got you onto WhatsApp, then they start saying, okay, in order to help you, which I'm definitely going to do, you poor thing, um, I need your bank account details, I need this, I need that. And they get given, you know, these people are so relieved that they've got help finally. They give them, not everyone, but a lot of people, um, give them their details. And then that's how they become the victim of impersonation fraud. So those people then go on to um, apply for loans and accounts and things in their name. And then they find out when those companies come looking to them for payment or hand them over, messed up their credit record. um, And then they've got to prove to the company that it actually wasn't them. And it's, there are a lot of hoops to jump through. So that's the, the warning part. I mean, it really is, incredibly difficult to stay one step ahead of the fraudsters who know our behavior as consumers, especially as disgruntled consumers very well, and they know exactly how to exploit it. So the case that I've dealt with, the latest one of this kind that I've dealt with, Bruce, uh, concerned a woman called Lizelle, and she was frustrated with MTN, and she then left a a negative review, as people do, on the network's Facebook page, right? So these companies want to put lovely marketing messages out, and if you go onto any of their Facebook pages, you will see in between their marketing messages, people having a whinge and saying, it's all very well, you're marketing that, but this is how you've done me wrong. So Natasha, which is what the scammer called him or herself, reached out to her via Facebook um, and said she wants to resolve the problem for her. Um, she asked for proof of her ID, which she provided. Okay, so now that's the first uh, tool in the in the scammer's uh, little arsenal she's got. And then she said, Obviously, this was moved on to WhatsApp. She said that because um, the network had um, allegedly double debited her, they would need her banking details in order to refund the money that had been double debited. She does admit she was a little naive, but try and put yourself in the shoes of someone that went onto a particular platform and thought that this was a genuine representative of that company. Um, she gave the banking statements, which, of course, you know, if you're going to apply for for some sort of loan or credit, they want three to six month statements. And so this 
scammer asked for that and got all of that. Um, Lizelle does admit that she was a little naive because why would the company that you really do business with need <laughs> back copies of your of your bank it's all it's anyway. all well in the cold light of day but if you've been struggling with the service provider for days weeks exactly. months anybody who throws you a lifeline is and and who and and I'm taking it these people are compelling. I'm taking it that they're kind. I'm taking it that they are empathetic. Of um, and these are good people. They're holding your hand. All they want to do is help. Yes. How dare you even begin to question their integrity when they are the only person who has cared enough exactly. to come to your aid? So oh, you're so vulnerable. Exploited yeah. the, poor, the poor customer service of these companies, right? So. Uh, the context of this, Bruce, is impersonation fraud is, is is hardly rare. According to the South African Fraud Prevention Service, the incident of impersonation fraud, listen to this, increased by 337% in 2020 compared with 2019. So, Lizelle, 337%. Lizelle's experience happened in November 2020. So, she fits right in with those stats. Um, so, for, several loans were taken out in, in her name. She managed to get most of them closed with regard to the other companies by proving that it wasn't her, um, although she's still dealing with a very badly impaired credit record. But she had not been able to clear her name with a loan company called FASTA, F-A-S-T-A. I had never heard of them before. I don't know if you had, Bruce. Nope, not heard um, of that lot. So there, up, there's so many of them. Yeah. Um, but yes, no, exactly. I've not heard of FASTA, no. She said, I've been trying to contact them for months. They are now investigating, um, which they've been doing for a month now. And in the process, they are still trying to debit my account. It's costing me hundreds of rads and debit order bouncing fees that I don't have to waste. They ignore my emails a lot of the time. And trying to find a phone number for them is near impossible. I've asked several times, please, please freeze the account and stop debiting me while the case is being investigated, which is normally what happens in these cases. I've even offered to send them copies of the fraud cases that were closed by the other companies, but they just keep debiting me. I can't afford it. I've gotten to such a financial mess due to these fraudulent loans. So I asked Fuster, what does Lizelle have to do in order for the company to accept that she was a victim of ID fraud and thus not liable for repayment of the associated loans? I got a response from Fuster's CEO, Kevin Hurwitz, who said, initially fraud was not suspected because among other things, it was a long email. I'm not going to go into all the detail, but Lizelle's actual bank statements were uploaded at the time of the application in November. This means that the fraudster needed access to her banking information. We require 30 or 90 days, three months bank data on every application. Um, and the second thing was we only disperse to customers who have authorized a debit check mandate via their bank in real time. In this case, it was FNB with an account number ending such and such. And this, we believe, to indeed be Lizelle's actual account by accepting this mandate. Um, so, so what actually, yeah, so it emerged then over several email exchanges that, that, um, Lizelle had in fact accepted this mandate from her bank and she, and, and, and her words are saying this caused faster financial loss um, but should we get satisfactory responses to some of the issues we will gladly refund any amounts that have been deducted Lizelle says listen to this such a clever fraudster the, the fraudster told her that the debit check mandate was for her MTN account as she had to open a, a new account for Lizelle because hers was so so called badly glitched by a system update <laughs> she said I didn't even know existed and if I had I would have known something was wrong but she does concede that she was 
too trusting. Hurwitz told me I have, ex- I have access to her entire trail of communication with the forces and I can only describe Lizelle's behavior as extremely naive and this is being kind. Unfortunately, while we do everything possible to guard against fraudulent transactions, we cannot always guard against extreme naivety. I did say that I thought he was being unkind there because given how clever fraudsters are these days and the unfortunate fact that everything being digital plays into their hands so nicely, it does require an awful lot of us to be 100% vigilant 100% of the time and not to fall for one of their many and varied impersonating ploys. So first they pretend to be a staff member of your bank or your telecoms provider. Then they pretend to be you to get money or buy things in your name and then they leave you with this, the kind of mess that Paul Lazelle was left with. Um, so, yeah, I just think, um, am I still with you, Bruce? No, no, absolutely. There's a, there's an, an engineer, very bright young guy, and I forget his name, on YouTube, and my kids love watching him because he makes all incredible devices. Yes. And at the moment, what he is doing is he's catching out these scamsters in places like India, and these call centers are set up deliberately to extract money from people who are vulnerable. Um, and these call yeah. these call centers use some very 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 emotional techniques. They are absolutely shameless in what they do, um, and you have people who can't afford it putting ten putting thousands of dollars into envelopes mm. and posting them to places like India. Um, oh no! Uh, because and they, and these forces are saying to them, well, if you don't, I made a terrible mistake. But what they're doing is they're copying screens and they're operating really fast. These are really smart uh, tech operators, and mm. they convince the people who are phoning this call center who think they're somewhere else that they've in fact um, the uh, the the call center operators made a mistake. And can they please help them? Because if they don't help them, their children will starve. And you know they they pay to it occasionally. Uh. Um, and you just look at the vulnerability of the people who are being targeted. And you understand why Lizelle got herself caught short. And, um, you know, I, I get that if you're in the industry, you think everybody else is an idiot because they fall for the scams. Well, you're familiar with the scams because you're dealing with the stuff every day. The exactly. Liz- the Lizelles of this world, the rest of we're all Lizelles in this case. Um, in some way. Yeah, yes. because we're, we're, we're vulnerable because we get so frustrated by the way we are treated or mistreated or not treated um, by by our service providers, that we are then vulnerable um, to to the kindness of strangers. Exactly, and I mean, I think I'm only wise because I've spent so many years dealing with with um, people who've who've fallen for these things. I think you know, I catch myself every now and then when I get one of these things, and I think, oh, really? How could you fall for that? But it's so so easy. We're all vulnerable in some way. So um, my message to companies is. When, when people fall prey to impersonation fraud, uh, when it concerns your company, loans taken out with you or accounts opened, be efficient in investigating their claim and it, that, it, you know, that it wasn't them. And be kind, you know, be, just be kind. Don't, don't, you know, call them horrible names um, and humiliate them. Just, just be kind. And to people, consumers, anyone, if ever you're on a platform, even on um, um, what's Gumtree, if you're selling something on Gumtree, the fraudsters pray there and they will go target you and say they want to buy something and then they'll take you onto WhatsApp and that's a sure sign that they're a fraudster. So anytime somebody um, wants to take you onto WhatsApp, especially you know pretending to be um, the, a representative of the company you're trying to get help from, 
uh, red flag, just disengage. Um, so that's one of the, I mean, we could do an hour on, on how to avoid scams, but um, let's, this is this one for tonight, for this week. Please don't get sidelined onto WhatsApp um, from a, a legitimate company's platform, Facebook, gotcha. whatever, because it's going to not end well. Thank you. Very valuable as always. Wendy Nola, thank you. She is our consumer ninja on a Wednesday.